0: hey everybody welcome to gsd friday i'm your host dean Sage, and i've got brendan back with me again brendan look up what's going on how's the hats and are, are you trying to be a cool mom I, I i thought i was a cool mom oh well i guess you can be a cool mom um we we've had we've had we've had like a marathon since we last did this podcast i feel like we've we basically seen each other pretty much every day, almost, almost, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Except just a couple, like one day. Yeah, there's like one day off and then we're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, so um, we've been your house, my house, somebody's house. I don't know. Um, but it's been it's been kind of fun. We we actually just got done working on the cover. Can we, can we talk about that for a second?
1: I guess if you want to talk about it.
0: Well, uh, so it's it's Nightingale by Demi Lovato, yeah. and we teased it on uh, Periscope a little while ago. We've been working to perfect a lot of different things. Because um, what's the point of putting something out if it's not going to be perfect? Well, yeah, and and I mean, even covers, I think. And actually, I was going to ask you about this, because I was noticing, like, even, like, major artists and bands are still doing, like, YouTube covers. I think it's kind of like a new, I mean, yeah. not a new, new thing, like, but like, act- like
1: actually one of my like, favorite covers by a popular artist because she's one of my favorite artists um Tove Lowe covered Sia's Elastic Heart and I just love Tove Lowe so much and uh, it
0: just hit me right in the heart Ah. Uh. well I just I think it's cool because um I think one of the things that's always been a problem with music in general is like uh, this sort of like rivalry thing when actually I think a lot of musicians and singers and people they just get along anyway I mean not not all of them but yeah like Kelly Clarkson literally does a cover
1: every single concert that she does and it's always a different song
0: it used to actually be a thing like covers were actually like a really important part in fact your early acts young acts would have to cover standards from the records labels library in order to get records put out because the record label knew what sold so anyway um when do you think we're gonna have the cover out like can they ex- maybe expect it within a week or so? At least the audio version? Hopefully within a week. Okay. And are we going to be putting it on like SoundCloud and some of those places? Nope. You're just going to have to look for it. No.
1: No. It's <laughs> going to be like fine. It's going to be hidden. It's going to be like the bad top, find the hole.
0: Put a bunch. Um, well, we, we it was quite an interesting week because um, there was the Met Gala, which I think every gay boy knows about. Isn't it that like in the handbook? Like, See, I didn't even know it was actually
1: happening until the day after when all of a sudden all these dresses and shit were popping up on Instagram. And I was like, oh,
0: something I, happened last night. I remember actually, like, you were showing me stuff. And you're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It was Lady Gaga's, right? But, yeah. I was like, I love it. But wait, why is she wearing it? And then I, then I said, because I, I didn't even know it was the that either. I said, well, I, I, maybe there's like a theme or something we don't know about. And then you got out of the shower, ran down the stairs. Oh, that was yesterday, though. And, no,
1: you he, did this on the day of. No, remember, uh, Grace Helbig. I watched Grace Helbig's video, and then I ran downstairs, because Grace Helbig said the theme right. in her video. That's, but that
0: was, I think, two days ago, actually. Nope.
1: Her video's come out on Wednesday. And it was a Wednesday video. I and know.
0: I and know. Okay, but the point is that we both discovered that it was the Ma- Machina X Mana, or something like that. It's Man in the Machine. was basically the, uh, the idea. Um, so I mean, there was a lot of great stuff. I think our favorite was Emma Watson, right? Mine sold Lady Gaga. Okay. Well, other than Lady Gaga, we have to always remove her from any poll because we okay. always Yes, Emma her. Watson, um, which was actually made out of recycled plastic, which was really cool. And we didn't know when we saw it, but we we're like, it's an amazing dress." And then it turns out that it's literally a plastic dress, recycled yeah, plastic. I didn't realize that it fit in at all until. Yeah, I, I think it we're both like, plastic. We're "Like, oh well, good congrats for dressing up." But because there's somebody else with like. CDs, like, on the shoulder or something. and That was cool. I also don't understand the
1: Gomez's, but, and I haven't looked up why it fit in.
0: Well, we're going to talk about this because there was, I feel there was a theme, but I don't know if it was the intentional theme. I, I think there was a theme of bondage and stuff, but we're, we're going to kind of get to that fetishy thing in a second. Um, but there was a thing with Madonna, who we know has basically been challenging authority and, um, thumbing and flipping off, um standards and things for pretty much her whole career. I mean, like a virgin, I think, pretty much made conservatives die, cry, maybe come, I don't know. It just they were all over the place with it. But so she wore she wore um a kind of a collection of things. But one of the things was she had her breasts very prominently on display. Uh they were covered by lace. There was some sort of like jumper cable between the two, or was it nipple clamps? I wasn't sure. I don't remember. I remember just something black covering the actual nipples. Um anyway so I mean it was it was definitely a fashion statement I would say I didn't quite understand it like it wasn't something that I like I saw like some of the other ones I saw I'm like oh I get it you know I, I yeah I'm with it um so I, I didn't quite understand it but you know it's interesting it's fashion it's edgy it's but I mean it was very Madonna yes to be I mean she's this is, we're talking about the woman that came out with like funnels on her breasts at one point in time are we really surprised that like jumper cables are not a thing already um Wait, click on the photo let's see I'm clicking Let, on the photo so there's like these Oh no that's it's it's in, it's actually woven in the dress It's my bad. She's oh and tape. it's actually black
1: tape over her nipples. Yeah so
0: she's got black tape over the nipples. Okay so I'm sorry. I was no I would like the outfit more if I feel like there's a little bit too much going on. That was my thing. I didn't know I didn't know exactly where to look. I didn't quite yeah.
1: understand. But she's been having a lot of flack about being I don't know exactly how old she I know she's in her 50s and being
0: sexy. Um I don't there, there was just a lot of flack on social media about it. Well, and, and she, she responded and I think quite rightfully so. So here's my thing. I may not understand it. I mean, I get it. I might not even like it, but it's completely her right to wear it. And who the fuck cares how old she is? And yes, you know, her breasts are on prominent display, but so what? Like, so fucking what? I think is the point. And I, and she made that point, And, um, I think that, you know, we, we kind of stand behind that. It's, you know, it's it's an it's an interesting thing. It's there's and this is something that kind of ties in because last week on GSC Rewind, you and I got a chance to talk about how makeup is not exclusively a uh feminine thing and it doesn't make you unfeminine or unmasculine and like all those kind of things. I think this is another example of like fashion is supposed to push the edge and like women there shouldn't be a double standard. They're like men are allowed to show off skin all over the place. Yep um and the whole like free the nipple thing on instagram is just kind of getting ridiculous i mean we were looking at like what can we show on instagram and like there's like just butt naked guys running all over instagram and yeah i don't know i haven't seen any butt naked girls what the nipples like facebook and instagram will censor the nipples yes and i'm one i'm wondering and maybe that is the point of this outfit now that i'm seeing the black tape i'm wondering if it's like sort of a statement to that effect like because it's, it's, it's very fashionable. I mean, there's nothing, even though the, the breasts are out, they're covered by lace. It's kind of, you know, artistically done, even if we don't get it, it's, it's, it's very well constructed, but like. Actually, the more that I look at it, the more I like it. I think it's, I think it's kind of going away. but like with the tape on the nipples, I'm starting to wonder, like, is this the thing? Is this the thing? Is like, and why, why is this a thing? Because nipples are nipples, nipples are nipples. Like, it's the same thing with the bathroom bills, I think. Like, why do we care so much about private parts? And then why do we keep making things that aren't private
1: parts, private parts? I don't think the backlash is really from her showing her boobs. Cause like any, well from her showing her boobs, but most of it, it was just the age. It wasn't about the outfit. It was about the age.
0: So literally we're saying that women can't be sexy past like what? 25 now, 24, 30. That's like, that seems to be like when
1: a pop star starts going through a decline. Like it's hard to get a, pop song by anyone over 30, that's a woman, not a man, play it on the
0: radio. Now, okay. not to compare completely, but I do think that the gay culture has a little bit of a problem with age as well. I mean, I make a joke about being ganchin. I'm putting quotes around that because I'm 35. Um, but, like, why? Like, what? It's... Okay. But not if you're Steel. Well, that's different, yeah. <laughs> Big dicks always get a pass, I think. No matter what. But, like, so... Do we have an ageist problem? Like, do we have this problem with age? And like, is it is it media that's driving it? Is it like where like where is it? Just a, everyone wants to be young and the fountain of youth. What's going on?
1: I mean, just in media everywhere, they don't really seem to show too many older sexy people. It's always people in their twenties, people oh. in maybe like their early thirties. Maybe yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes you'll see people that are like in their forties do something sexy on TV or do something like that. I mean, you have the, every so often, like the Jennifer Lopez, she'll still be sexy and stuff. Uh, but I don't really see too many people that are older trying to be sexy.
0: Now, I mean, obviously the men, you know, we do have sort of sexy older men, but they're always paired and Hollywood's actually charted this. So people have charted this in Hollywood. They're always paired with someone like 20 and 30 years younger than them. So we do kind of perpetuate that with our movies, with our media, that men maybe can age gracefully, but women are only sexy, you know, like you said, up to like 30. Then, random thought,
1: when it comes to sitcoms, you always have a sexy female lead with a not completely as sexy guy. Random
0: thought. Well, no, actually, no, that's a really good point, because this happens in straight porn. This is why a lot of women watch gay porn, because... For some reason in the like sort of the masculine heterosexual culture, like we want to pair really sexy women with like normal guys because then we can all get them. You know, that's like the mentality is like, oh, look at, you know, anyone can bang a hot woman or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or so I've been told.
1: Now, I was just around me thinking about that because I was thinking about like well, I was thinking about like uh, modern family. With Sofia Vergara, yes. however, you say her name, yes, 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 and the guy from uh, Married with Children, right, Al Bundy, yeah, and then you have George Lopez, that uh, sitcom. She was her, and he was him. Sorry, I'm going off. on No, that's fine. Part.
0: What you're what you what you're pointing out is the very hypersexualization of women. I mean, this is this is a thing we we charted it, and now we come to a point where you have a woman saying, "I want to reclaim my sexuality." you know, Madonna saying, "Look, it, I'm not, you know, over the hill sexually," and then it just you know blows people's minds, I guess. Well, sh- no, no, we're gonna we're gonna say no to that. Like everybody can be sexy at any age. Thank you very much. And in the gay culture, we need to fight that too because we do. I I think that we do contribute to it as gay men sometimes because we definitely do like new shiny objects, whether they be male or female. Yes. Um, and I think that we as gay men do tend to be a little bit too youth focused. Part of it is the media that we create for ourselves, but part of it's also like. I mean, nobody really wants to get old. Nobody like nobody wants to discover like I do gray hair. I'm like 35 and I've got gray hairs growing in. Like, it's okay. I'm 22 and I have two gray hairs. Counted. Counted. And my my hair started like falling back at the age of 22. I mean, nobody wants to go through the aging process. I get that part, but I think that gay men maybe we we do obsess a little bit too much about shiny and young and um you know we need to we probably need to help celebrate the beauty of all ages, not only for gay men but for everyone.
1: Yeah, but enough about that. Now we're going to talk about the real theme of the Met Gala, which was a little bit about like sex gear, such as Beyoncé dressed up like a dildo.
0: You know, actually, I think she more looks like a dental dam. Mm. You know, like the when you, the, the dentist and like like drape that tarp over your mouth. Like it looked, it looked like she was wearing rubber. That's all I'm saying. Like it looked like she was wearing, she was wearing latex. rubber.
1: She was definitely wearing something that
0: was not well Uh, I I feel I feel like we got the machine wrong like everyone was like you know when some people say machine like they think like the computer I think they're talking about like the symbian vibrator or the sex machine or like sex androids or something because like there was a lot of bondage, a lot of bondage look at Nicki Minaj look at Madonna I mean there was a lot of I I, actually I'm, I'm kind of wondering if Madonna maybe wanted to have the jumper cables and that's why the tape was there I don't know I'm obsessed with jumper cables for some reason. Yes, you
1: are very obsessed with jumper
0: cables. Well, I do like electric stimulation stuff, so maybe that's part of it. I've never tried it.
1: Uh, electricity scares me a little bit. I don't like it even when I touch something and it shocks me. So I will probably I don't know why I am talking in this voice, but apparently to talk about electric electric
0: I need to talk in this voice. Apparently. But there I mean there there was an awful lot of like Sex bondage gear. Now, I'm wondering because this is happening in like uh, a, a couple different areas. Like I've seen mainstream fashion designers actually get leather bondage gear and integrate it into their stuff. Definitely like on the go-go circuit. I mean, look at Bravo Delta. Look at Eli Lewis. I mean, every time these guys go out, they've got bondage gear on, even when they're doing regular appearances. Now, some of them, I believe Eli's actually got um, sponsorship with uh, Cell Block Thirteen or Nasty Pick, one of the two. Uh, so. Like, I mean, I could, you can understand it, but there's... I think there's definitely, like, harnesses. Like, yeah, a lot of bondage gear is coming into, like, mainstream. You know what? If I go to the Met Gala next year, I totally am just going to
1: wear the Rubberman suit from uh, Season 1 of American Horror Story. Jungle Jim something-something. What was his name? But he didn't like latex. He liked le- leather. Leather? Or was it rubber? Or no, no, not... He was wearing rubber, but he liked latex. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so sad.
0: Yeah. But anyway... um there was there was definitely a lot a lot of bondage gear and I'm kind of like like do you think bondage is becoming mainstream I mean I know you're into it but it could become mainstream
1: I mean even Lady Gaga she has I mean worn, that was a
0: dominatrix corset yeah, if no, I've ever seen even one.
1: before that she's worn stuff that has been like
0: bondage like in her telephone video I'm pretty sh- I think I remember oh, her yeah no she and Beyonce were like totally dominatrix everything in that yeah. video that was. Yeah, that was very much... I have a feeling Lady Gaga's actually into bondage and stuff. I would not be surprised. I would be surprised if she wasn't, actually. Yeah, Yeah, just from the amount of things. But, okay, so we got to break this down for a second, though, because, so, obviously, like, not everything that you wear has to be sexualized. But it does seem like we're kind of drawing a lot from the sexual world. I'm wondering if it's sort of, like, trying to you know, get into things that we're not allowed to get into? Is this, like, sort of how we do it? Like, draw it out from the fashion, put it up on, you know, runways, and then everybody can go home and tie themselves to the bed and, you know, jerk off until they, like, pass out or something? I don't know if that's quite what they're trying to do. Okay, I might be taking this too far. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I do tend to do that.
1: but It, only might, just,
0: it might just be that the fashion designers really like the look of bondage. That's true. So. Well, I think... I, okay, I secretly think that bondage is actually really appealing to a lot of people, but maybe they're just scared of it. And I think that's maybe why it's ending up on the fashion runway, because it, it creates an, it creates an effect. Like if you see somebody walk out in like leather straps and, you know, they're done up to their, like Taylor Swift, I mean, her boots like came up to, I don't know, crack pretty much, you know, I think, I think it entices something so do you do you think it's another example though of like hypersexualizing, or do you think it's a freedom kind of thing? Like are we actually exploring our sexuality more through these things?
1: I think it's almost like hypersexualizing it. Um, it reminds me of the line from a song from Marie and the Diamonds where she says, uh tired image of a star acting naughtier than we really are.
0: Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So maybe. The okay, so maybe what it is is that we keep trying to raise the bar on sexy, on sexy, and, and we've everyone's point, trying to out sexy each other. And we've gotten to the point where the only thing we have left is to go like dipping into the fetishes because I mean, even nudity is not that's that's, that's nothing new anymore. In fact, almost that's artistic now, it's almost lost all of its sort of yeah. shock value. Uh, I mean, again, going back to Instagram, I mean, there is literally so much butt and skin out there that it's not really a thing I mean porn companies I think are having this problem too like what do you do when just whipping your dick out doesn't
1: do do anything anymore anymore.
0: yeah and once again
1: Marina and the Diamonds nothing is provocative anymore even for kids there's no room for imagining because everyone's seen everything
0: have we seen everything
1: I mean if network television would allow then basically but who's watching network television I do Oh, that's right. You do. I know. I'm a, remember, I'm a middle-aged woman. I thought I was a cool mom.
0: But I'm still a middle-aged Are woman. Are you like my best friend? You're like, sure. sure. We sip cocktails. I'm the soccer mom and you're the whore that still gets action on the side or something. Yeah. I still um,
1: have sex with the pool guy and the gardener. I and mean, then come tell me about and, it. And, um, and, um, oh, I hope it's the gardener from Desperate Housewives.
0: Ooh. Didn't he hook up with someone's son? Or was that another storyline? That was another storyline. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cause ooh, now I'm just fantasizing about him. Listen, if someone wants to be my gardener for free. And hot. And hot. Just come over. You don't know where I live, so I'm not saying where I live, because that would be weird.
0: So I mean to put a to put a period on this, um, I think I think you hit the nail on the head that it is it is actually just another form of hyper hypersexualization. But and it's, I, I do I do think that there's some positiveness to it. Like I do think that it's something that we all need to accept. Now, I mean, I I, I feel like actually bondage has sort of moved a little bit mainstream. I think a lot of people are into trying it now. Now we did a whole podcast with Dakota and we talked about how there's definitely things you don't want to just jump headfirst into.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But use this as an opportunity because I like I said I do think a lot of people are into it. Here's my here's my theory of sex, just very very briefly. And I think I told you this the other day. I think that in sex. Um, I, I think top and bottom, all these kind of things are really silly. I think that there are people that like to serve, and people that like to be served during sex. And I think that the roles are, are fluid. It's not that you have to be one or the other, but I think most people have a preference. And so when we take that in there, then something like domination and the bondage aspect, like that's just a duh, right? If you like to be served, then you like the attention. You want, you know, the, everything to be about you if you like to serve then you like to be the active role. You like to do things like tying up and you know spanking or whatever the thing is. So I think this is a good opportunity for all of us to, to realize that, um, like with Madonna's dress, you may not get it, but you don't have to shame it. And you definitely don't have to try to ostracize it or call it out. I will never get water sports. Never. You know, that's fine. But I don't have to because it's not me. All right. Now I just pictured someone
1: in a shower peeing on someone else. And that is not sexy to me. But like you said, to each his own.
0: Um, but see, I'm the kind of person, like, if someone asks me to pee on them, yeah, sure, I'll do it. See, I'm too pee shy. I would be like... Can, don't can look you, at me. Don't look don't, at me. Don't look at me.
1: Um, Actually, can you, like, step out of the room, and then I can start peeing? And then while I'm peeing, can, like, and slide then in. you can, like, step in. Oh, no. Oh, you're there. Oh, sorry. I just finished because... Oh, Sorry. All right, awkward well, sex. That's basically what happened. Awkward sex.
0: Awkward sex. I think that used to be like a, a new special, like hashtag awkward sex. Um, I'm always awkward. Well, that's true. So yeah, I mean, let's let's take well, our our take home point tonight is you know you don't have to get it. Uh, but you don't have to shame it either. Like let's let's allow a little bit more space, and especially in the fetish world, because there are fetishes. I see a lot of hate for furries recently, and I know some furries, and they're really cool people. And it's actually just another extension of bondage and domination into a new level. So see, I just don't know enough about furry. To, that like, is the point. I think most people yeah. don't know about it, and it's the new thing is all fearful.
1: I don't know a lot about a lot. So I. Basically, what I'm saying is I need to learn things. I need to be learned.
0: I think you're going to have a lot of people volunteering to learn you. Um, okay, not like that. Actually, we should we, sh- we should in the future, and this goes back to the fact that we have our Patreon account going, so make sure you check that out. If we are able to raise funds, it would be actually great to go to conventions, go to places where different things are happening, and do interviews and do live shows and do podcasts yeah. with these people, and get the information yeah. out. And I know that there is some kind of I don't know what it's actually called. I just know Grace Helbig went to it. Oh, uh, we love Grace. Oh, so, sorry. I talk about Grace all the time. He does. He, he really does talk about awkward sex, but, um, so check out our Patreon. Uh, we definitely appreciate your support. Um, let us know what you're thinking about there on the Twitters and the things. And I am desperately trying to be better at Facebook. In fact, I've named Brendan the official Facebook poster or person.
1: Yeah. And you guys need to start
0: liking our page motherfuckers. So we'll have links for that in the description and make, make me go on Facebook, like put all of your comments there this week. Cause I need to, I need to, uh, I need to deal with it, but we're actually going to be doing some live streams uh, from the Facebook page. So you definitely want to get there so that you can check yep. those out. And it would definitely be great for you guys to
1: maybe comment on some stuff and tell us what you'd like to hear. What what do you want us to talk about? Because sometimes we're literally like 20 minutes before the thing and we're like,
0: oh fuck. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. We only have like one topic. What do we do? Okay. Madonna! Do? Ah! Go. So yes, we definitely, we, we're here to service you, so let us know how to service you better. Welcome to GSC Friday, where we service you in the best way.
1: Make sure that you guys check out the GSC Rewind that we did on Tuesday. And we actually did it all in one take, and my ADD didn't. Like stop us too much, which I was very surprised about. And yeah, so make sure that you check that out. We will put the links in the show notes. To, yeah. In the show notes, and we also put the links to the Facebook because, like I said, follow that Shia. And yeah, and follow both of us on all the social medias because you guys just need to know about our daily lives because we're just so that
0: awesome. So, and apparent, apparently, Ariana stars going to use my social media in like a comedy routine or she's going to make fun of me I wasn't quite sure. I mean she makes fun of me regularly but apparently this time it's going to be even more public.
1: Oh and P.S. make sure that you tune in listen next week because I might have a nice
0: announcement Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. Alright so you guys got a lot of good stuff to do. Keep it, keep us in the loop uh, let us know what's going on and from all of us here at GST Friday have a great weekend